Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time to get thrifty. That's right. This week we've got Keep Thrifty Audio talking about how we improved our food budget by $3,300 a year. One of our spending categories that we've had the toughest time mastering is our food budget. Neither of us loves to cook, and convenience often wins the day when dinner time rolls around. But when I looked back at our food spending for last year in Thrifty, I found a pleasant surprise. Since starting our mini-retirement, we've dropped our average spending on food by about $275 a month, a savings of $3,300 a year. Keep in mind, this drop occurred at the same time that our children are growing, both in height and appetite. I spent some time digging through the data to figure out what's changed and how we finally got a handle on our food spending. Between eating out and groceries, we used to regularly spend anywhere from $1,000 to $1,700 a month on food for our family of five. We averaged about $1,260 a month and knew that this was a category we could definitely improve in. We currently track our food spending with four different categories. More on the why behind this later. Those categories are groceries, eating out, pizza and movie night, and date night. Groceries has been by far our biggest area of improvement, dropping from an average in the thousands down to about $800 a month. For the last six months, this has been even lower, at about $760 a month. Eating out covers our convenience eating out, including last-minute meals and snacks or treats. This year was a tale of two cities. In the first half of the year, we were doing terribly. We relied on convenience foods to get us through the months leading up to the sale of our house and the start of our mini-retirement. In the second half, though, we did a whole lot better. Our convenience eating out has averaged $75 a month for the last six months. We used to track pizza and movie night, along with other eating out, but decided to split it out into its own category. This is family time that we plan for, budget for, and value. Overall, we've been fairly consistent in our spending here over the last two and a half years at about $100 a month. In the last six months, we averaged $90 a month. Like pizza and movie night, we track date night eating out separately, as it's important time for Jamie and I to spend together. Our spending was higher here last year, but we consider that a good thing as it's money invested in our marriage. In the last six months, we've averaged about $60 a month in date-night spending. So, we went from spending an average of about $1,260 a month before the start of our mini-retirement to spending around $985 a month after. Looking back at what's changed, here are four things we did that helped us change our spending habits and save $3,300 a year. One, we tracked good eating out separately from bad eating out. Before the start of our mini-retirement, we only had two categories to track food purchases, groceries and eating out. This was problematic, though, because it mixed in good eating out with bad eating out. We didn't have an easy way to understand how our eating out aligned with our values. Movie nights and date nights are good. Last-minute takeout because I'm too exhausted to cook? Not so much. The point of tracking is to understand, and the point of understanding is to improve. As we started our mini-retirement, We really wanted to understand our spending on eating out better, so we created two new categories in Thrifty, pizza and movie night, and date night. By setting things up this way, we would have a more accurate understanding of how much of our eating out spending was wasteful. To ensure a complete picture, I went back through all of our eating out expenses in Thrifty for the last two and a half years and recategorized based on the new options. While our date night and family movie night spending remained fairly constant, we saw an immediate drop in our eating out, starting at the date we added the new categories. Measuring our bad eating out separately gave us an incentive to avoid this spending. 
we knew that any penny spent here was money we could be saving for our goals instead. Measurement alone made an impact, but a couple of other big changes certainly helped as well. Two, we found good-tasting, inexpensive recipes we like. Over the last few years, we've been slowly accumulating recipes that meet our stringent criteria. We like how they taste, they're fairly inexpensive, they're fairly easy to make, and they are reasonably healthy. It can be a real challenge to find recipes that fit all of these criteria. By trying new recipes over the years and keeping the ones that worked, we finally accumulated enough. These days, we're able to stick to a meal plan week to week while still having a bit of variety. Here are a few of our favorites with links in the post. Creamy tomato and spinach pasta from Budget Bites. Chipotle portobello oven fajitas, also from Budget Bites. Grilled turkey parmesan sandwich from Martha Stewart. And ultimate Southwest scrambled eggs from Budget Bites. For other options, we'll have cheese quesadillas, Italian sausage, or a simple lasagna recipe. We know that these recipes will get eaten when we bring them to the table. With practice, we now know how to get the ingredients for them at a reasonable price, even though we typically buy organic and free-range. If you're looking for other frugal recipes, you might want to check out the Picky Pinchers cookbook at pickypinchers.com. It's got a wide variety of cuisine types, and everything looks delicious. Three, we made time to cook. All of those recipes are great, but if we're too tired at the end of the day, convenience foods will come calling their siren song. We used to get food out two to three times a week, including our Friday night pizza. Since starting the mini-retirement, I've had the time and energy to cook six evenings a week for most weeks. This has helped us understand that retirement has a compounding effect on your expenses. By having more time, you can spend even less money. When the mini-retirement comes to an end, this will be a riskier area for us. Will my energy levels be lower at the end of the workday, leading us back into convenience dinners? One of my goals at the end of the mini-retirement is to work from home if possible, which should help. In addition, I think batch cooking meals would help as well. 4. I stopped getting lunch and treats at work. This is another one that came from me parting ways with my 9-to-5 job. If I get hungry during the day, my only food options are from our fridge and our pantry. And the food here is much less expensive than what the cafeteria and vending machines in my old office used to offer. Again, if I can work from home after the mini-retirement, we should be able to maintain our improvement here. Otherwise, I'll try to be more diligent about bringing snack foods from home. So, have you tamed your food finances? We improved our food spending by $3,300 a year through a combination of making time to cook, finding recipes that work for our family, avoiding convenience foods, and improving our tracking using Thrifty. Is food spending a challenge for you as well? Have you found any favorite recipes or techniques to keep your costs down? Head on over to keepthrifty.com slash foodbudget and leave your thoughts at the comments at the end of the post. Also, you'll find lots of charts and graphs from Thrifty showing our spending in each of these categories. Thanks for tuning in. As always, keep thrifty and carry on.